Blog Talk Radio. Looking, 
Um, what are maybe are we expecting? Of course, Major League Baseball playoffs, and then there were four. So now it is down to the ALCS. Uh, I'm sorry, ALDS and the NL. Um, I said that wrong again. The ALCS and the NLCS, okay? So there are four teams left. So, of course, you already know, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment, you already know. It's just a different day on the calendar, but we are bringing you the same jam-packed show. All right, so we will go ahead and jump into our breaks. The breaks tonight, we will be celebrating our birthday boy and just hopefully some feel-good music. And hopefully we will get to the songs that I have selected. Because if not, then that means we are just having a good old Wang Dang Doodle of a time talking on the show. Oh, yes. But we'll go ahead and jump into our first break. And after that, we'll bring in the ladies and we'll talk about it. Week six of the NFL recap season. Oh, oh. I miss you guys. Can you tell? I'm just so excited. All right, we'll jump into our first break, and we'll be back. It's the ladies of sports, LS Sports 2, DJ. Let's get it. It don't quit. 
the dog pound click to drop the cavino. Diggity dash back up in you out of the cup once more. So grab a seat and grab your gin and do some check of the flow. I flip flop and serve those who ain't up on it till I die. I'm still screaming. I never love that trick. Now I'm the Mac Daddy, Hattie. Not known about the city where I'm from. Dumb diddy, dumb as your goose of the gangster hits. The D O double G, the P O U N D, the gangster click. Now what's the pound? Break it down with the gangster phone. I can see and I can tell that star you want. So I blaze up the so we can get high. I promise we smoke till the day that we die. It's a dog, it's a dog. Tomorrow, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And we are now live on Facebook. I have to shout out everybody. My Auntie Kim, my Auntie Karen holding down that shy town fort. I love you so much. Reginald Johnson. Oh, my goodness. Um, are you in New York? I thought I saw something you posted today. Are you in New York, Reginald? Uh, let me know if so. Please be safe, safe travels. Um, and, uh, of course, you already know Denise Green holding down the timeline for your girl. Oh, wow. What a weekend. What a week. Oh, goodness. Well, if we, well I tell you, I just love Wednesdays. I've missed you guys. I know I've said it, um, just already said it, but I'm probably going to say it throughout the whole show tonight. But right now, I missed these two lovely ladies. I missed all three. But it is the triple threat in the house tonight. It is Aunt Lou. It is Janelle, ladies. Hey, ladies. Good evening, Queen Edith. I'm, I'm trying to be happy. I really am with five wins last week. I'm trying. Oh, hallelujah. You had a rough week, rough week in the arm. Um, yeah, I would have had at least, TJ, eight if I had went with my Duran first mine. Because three okay. of them, uh, even before I started picking, I, I, I had picked the right ones, but I went and changed them. What is wrong with me? Why do we do that, though? I mean, because as soon as, as, soon as the, the games are over, we're like, what? Why didn't why didn't we go in our first mind? But and we Thanks. say it each and every week. We say it. 
Tonight, and I must say, shout out to you, my Isha. Um, I'm gonna do another shout out later on tonight, but while while I know that you are here, absolutely wonderful job. Um, we all know what you know. We all know, but absolutely wonderful job. You, Nicole, Brian T, Idris, um, Atia, Nina, family, everybody, um, Spartans. Wonderful, wonderful job. Um, you know, we, we, you worked with. Everything that you had, and um, you guys pulled off a phenomenal, phenomenal time here in the in, in the Atlanta area. I hope that everyone that came and visited had a wonderful time. There were so many events that you could choose from. Um, we didn't get the win, but we uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful time here in the ATL. So shout out to you, Maisha. You are more than welcome. Uh, Melissa Williams, thank you so much for tuning in. And, you know, I always save our, our team um, for last, but why not start um, start, start start with our teams? We're just going to go ahead and do it. Um, I'm not going to put this off any further because I was talking. I really I don't think I was talking mad junk because I didn't know. Now, of course, when, before the season started, oh, yeah, I thought this was going to be a cakewalk, the Atlanta Falcons and the 49ers. Then as the game, game uh, became closer, the Atlanta Falcons were doing the doggone thing on the football field, especially on the defensive end of the ball, uh, defensive side of the ball. And then Sunday, October 16th, came, and I think we left half of our team back in Santa Clara due to injury, now, but no excuses. You have to play with who you have. And uh, this was a royal beatdown. Can I just go ahead and say it? The Atlanta Falcons beat us, beat us down. They, they took my voice. Uh, they probably still got some some scars on me from, from just the beatdown that we took. Uh, but, wow. Um, wow, that's, that's what I'm going to say right now. Um, even Marcus Mariota made uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Now, I don't know if he did that good, but, I mean, you know, that's what the NFL said. But anyway, so the 49ers, uh, Falcons, Falcons 29, 49ers 14. We weren't in it from the beginning. We managed to tie it up at 14, and then it was just it was just a, a wrap all the way through. Um, uh, the Falcons, um, they are now 4-0 when tight end Kyle Pitts has 80-plus receiving yards. Um, but Mariota, I mean, pedestrian day, really, 13 to 14, 129 yards or two touchdowns, but you would have thought he was um, Josh Allen, the way he was running around the field and scoring touchdowns on us. Uh, Garoppolo, 29 to 41, 296 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Kittle, 83 yards for eight receptions. Ayuk was the star um, for us on offense, but we were missing seven of our key defensive players, and out of the 11 projected starters, we only now have two that are healthy. I'm going to say that, and then, Janelle, I'm going to turn it over to you. How was the game for you, Janelle? Oh, my love. Um, I, I was very upset because my schedule didn't work out the way it was supposed to because I had bought tickets to bring um, uh, me and my nephew were supposed to go to this game. And unfortunately, it didn't work out the way it was supposed to. But I am just elated because this is the absolute first time in years, years 
that the Falcons were clicking on all cylinders. The the special teams, the the defense, the offense, for all four quarters were playing that game. I, I appreciated that. I didn't appreciate it because I really should have been there, but I appreciated that. I felt bad for you, though, because I know you um, you, you had a, a jam-packed weekend that, you know, was supposed to culminate in a win, but, girl, that game was that game was everything. That mm-hmm. game was everything. And as bad as I talk about Mariota, I can't talk about him this week because that boy was doing – he ate his Wheaties on Sunday. What? You need to understand that. that. That boy ate his Wheaties on Sunday. He was not making a single mistake. That blew my mind. Yeah, that, that game right there was everything. It was absolutely everything. When I saw him as the player of the week, I said, really? Really? He gets player of the week against the 49ers. But, but like you said, you have to tip your hat to him because he was running around there like Josh Allen. I was like, could yeah, somebody was. please stop that man? Um, the turnovers that we had, and, and 49er fans, I want y'all to, that's why I wanted to start the, start the show off tonight with our game. Michael A. Hall, I see in the house. John Pendleton, Von Harris, King DJ, King Arthur. Like I told the missus, I love me. So DJ King Arthur, <laughs> yes I do. Brian, thank you so much. Melvin Niner, oh my God, love all of you. And y'all hit us up on the timeline, Forty Nine er fans. I want you to tell me what was your thoughts. Uh, what do you? Where do you think we went wrong on Sunday? But like I said, we are depleted on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yes. There's no no if ands or buts about it. And you go as your. Um, you know, you go as your your hopefully your starters can go. Hufunga, um, he went out. Well, he he went out but came back. But come to find out, he he actually ended up suffering from concussion um, symptoms on Monday. So really, was he okay? And I, I kind of want to talk about that just a little bit um, once we get finished. Um, but yes, dropped passes um, like we couldn't hold on to the ball. Uh, Debo Samuel, he did his part, but he's only one man. Um, right. Ayuk was, Ayuk was out there doing his thing too. Ayuk was out there doing his thing too. But you, the one thing that you said is absolutely correct. You guys are so depleted when it comes to your defense. And then what really upset me was the fact that I've been saying for years that we have got to, they have got to stop playing on turf because every time we turn around, somebody else was going out with an injury. Um, even Drake. Uh, Greenlaw, but I think Greenlaw he got hurt in the first uh, first quarter, um, but he stays hurt. That's another thing. It's like the the people who are hurt they continuously stay hurt, um, but you know they, they are key significant pieces to what makes the the Forty ers defense run. Um, I can't say it had anything to do with us being on the um, you know Eastern Time Zone because I know we stayed from the Carolina game. Um, I read. Uh, I was reading, I should say, before we came on the air, something about um, uh, Coach Shanahan let the guys have Monday off because of of sluggishness or or jet lag or whatever. This is what you get paid to do, okay? It ain't like you had to go to London and come back like Minnesota Vikings did, and then they came back and still won coming back from London. Okay, I I digress. Um, Let's see here. Um, And I didn't even realize that Bosa wasn't going to be playing for you guys. Yeah, he suffered a hamstring injury in the, the week before against Carolina, and I knew, 
you know, in your in your hindsight, you know he's not going to play because it's a hamstring injury. Nobody comes back the week the, the next week from a hamstring. I'm sorry, not hamstring, groin. He has a groin injury. Um, nobody comes back the next week. But I was just, you know, holding out hope. But I think had I known Bosa was not going to be playing, I might would have changed my pick. I'm not going to lie to you because I'm trying to win at the end of the day, okay? Judge me not, 49er fans, because I'm trying to win. But, um, yeah, Bosa, like I said, out of the 11 projected starters that we had at the beginning of the season, we only have two that are healthy at this time. And um, it showed. It showed. Um, I mean, we we didn't do anything. When we went down, I'm not going to lie to you, when we scored when we scored the 14 points and tied it up, I thought we had a chance. I was like, okay, we're getting in rhythm. I don't know what it is, why we're – why we started off slow, because we generally don't do that, especially on the road. But I was like, okay, this is going to be it. Then y'all went down and just scored again. And the defense, somebody uh, uh, I was sitting up, and shout out to the 49er fans. I mean, we took over the city. We were taking over the stadium. Um, It's a conspiracy. I'm going to say this right now. Janelle, I don't know if you are aware of this, but on the Falcons, I'm sorry, on the visitor side of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, it is nothing but sunlight. Sunlight. We were roasting, okay? I'm gonna take I'll take sun over rain any day. But I mean if you look at it on T V or whatever, the sun was literally baking right there between sections one twenty six and one thirty. Well, I might say one twenty five and, and one thirty one. Um and we were sitting in one twenty nine and one thirty. The sun was all of that. I did give me a free tan. I was a little happy about that. But when you look at the whole rest of the stadium, it was shaded. I believe that's some shade on the part of Arthur Blanker and the developers of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but that's okay. We'll take it. Uh, But that was a conspiracy right there, y'all. Y'all didn't have to do it like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, goodness. But, um, Hey, Lou, any thoughts? Did you get a chance to watch the Falcons and 49er game? Yes, I watched some of it, and it was a great game, a great game, a great game. Uh, I just didn't think y'all was going to go down that bad. I kind of feel sorry for y'all. <laughs> just going to go down. <laughs> Janelle, you should be proud of your boys. You and Miss Terry should be proud. You, sh- you really should be. Because oh, I, I definitely, just, yeah. And and then you need to repent for talking about Marielle Otter because that boy did his thing oh, like no, no, no. what is it Mary no, no, no. Otter? Have you said? I never name? repent. I never repent talking about him just because one game he ate his Wheaties. That boy was screwing up worse than uh, he Garoppolo. ate his Wheaties oh, when oh. he needed to eat his Wheaties because for them to yeah, pay him for like that good. Y'all better you better say something. Get him in credit where credit is due because I could not I have. I, I I wouldn't even, you know, I was looking at how we was voting. Uh, you know, half of us went, I think, with the Falcons, and the other half went with uh. No, nope, no, nope, no, don't tell that tale. I was the, the only one that went oh, with the was, Falcons. Okay. I was well, the Ms. only Ms. one. She was a traitor. Okay, that's all right. But uh, Miss Cherry knew something that everybody else didn't know because she had tr- faith in her team. And I, when I was looking at, looking at my game, I thought we was gonna do something. Lord have mercy, help us. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But, but you know what's uh, crazy? This is the first game that Mariota did not throw an interception. He did not fumble the ball. He did not. 
I'm just, I'm telling you, it was a miracle. It, it was. No, it's because it, my defense was, was hurt. I'm gonna say that my defense was hurt. Had, had, had we been at full strength, oh, Mario, he, he would have seen the turf. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, trust me when I tell you, I believe you. You you guys were so depleted, and that honestly is the only reason why we won that game the way we did. Now, granted, I tell you all the time that my defense is fantastic. I don't I don't have a problem with my defense. I have a problem with my offense. But literally, special teams, the offense, the defense, everybody was clicking on all cylinders this past Sunday. So I, I'm appreciative of that win because I honestly, I was like you at the beginning of the season when I realized we was going to be playing y'all. I said, oh, we about to get a beat down in Atlanta. Hmm. And look how the tables turn. We got beat down. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, let's see. Um, let me go through the comments here. Michael A. says, plus the drop passes definitely didn't help us. Keisha says, where we went wrong, we brought the JV team. Stop it, Keisha. Stop it now. We, oh, we didn't no, try to. We say the JV yes, team. She said the <laughs> JV team. JV, uh, John Pendleton says, coaching sucked. Shanahan has been getting owned. We also lost to the damn sorry Broncos. Yes, we did. And we lost to the to the Bears, too. Lord have mercy. Uh, King Arthur says Jimmy did his thing, but the team next man up did not show up. Sasha, what's going on? She says our guys didn't show up for that game at all. We are also not really built to play from behind. Uh, Michael A. again, he says, plus the lack of running game is hurting us on offense. So until we get Elijah Mitchell and Ty Davis Price back, the offense will be anemic. Hmm. But we, we're supposed to pride ourselves on having the next man up when it comes to the running backs. So I, I'm, you know, Elijah Mitchell, we've we've had plenty of running backs go out in the, in the course of a season, and we've not looked this anemic, though. Um, one thing I'm glad that we didn't try to overuse and overcompensate um, Debo in the game on Sunday. Where was George Kittle? You know, I saw him in the first half. I might have been delirious because of the sun and don't remember seeing him a lot in the second half. I might have had a heat stroke and didn't realize it. Uh, but I didn't really see Kittle um, in the second half of the game. And defense, I, the, the Falcons went up and down the field on us like like really they were only the only team. And the turnovers. You know, the Falcons' defense, they, did what, they showed up. They did what we expected the 49ers to do. I think that's what, what happened. And uh, the tables were turned. They beat us at our own game. They really did, except for Marcus Mariota. He was running and throwing and uh, getting first downs like it was no tomorrow. So, yes, he had his Wheaties. He had his Red Bull and um, whatever other uh, energy, protein that you need to put a beat down on somebody, Mariota did it. So I tip my hat to you, Janelle. Um, The Falcons, they came, they saw, and they conquered. But, again, shout-out to my 49er fans because we took over the city. Yes, we did. Uh, wonderful time. But I'm not going to lie, that loss, well, that dampened it just a little bit for me. Uh, but, Janelle, I now ask the question because you said you had no expectations. Still, no expectations for what your Falcons could do with how Tom, how bad Tom Brady looks over there. You know, the Panthers are just they just trying to get the season over with. And the Saints, we just never know which team going to show up from week to week. Are you still? True story on that. True story on that. I don't. I'm just going to be honest. Let me tell you why. I have no expectations because 
in the event that they actually um, actually show up and do something, it'll be all the better for me. If I get my hopes up and they let me down, then I'm going to be heartbroken. So, no, I still have no expectations. And the reason for that is because even though Sunday, again, I will say that Mariota did his thing, Normally, he does not. He is not a first. He is not a, a QB one for me. He's not. He does not play like what now on Sunday he did. If he can continue the way that he played on Sunday through the season, then I will stop knocking him. I honestly will. I will leave that boy alone because he was fantastic on Sunday. But he doesn't normally play like that. He normally plays like somebody off the bench. Which a girl say like a like a JV player? That's what he normally plays like. So I can't. I have no. I have no qualms at all with my defense. They are fantastic. They have come such a long way, and those young boys are seriously doing their thing because we have a lot of young talent on our on our uh, defensive team. But that offense still needs some work. Yep. Well, and. They didn't need no work on Sunday, so I, I I don't feel your I don't feel no empathy for you right now. So whatever you say, you need y'all didn't need it on Sunday. Okay, shout out to everybody. And Janelle, you need to look and see what the the upcoming weeks will bring. Don't just put the oh, man. Please, I did. I look. I did. I looked at. I looked at our schedule. I look at our schedule all the time because I I'm trying to decide. You know who's going to do what, how things are going to play out. I don't like I said. I I I know our defense can can hold a candle to what's going on in the league right now. But that offense, uh, we still we still barely can protect the quarterback on that offensive line. It's just I, I'm telling you, had had the Forty ers been at full capacity, we wouldn't have won that game. I'm just gonna be honest. And we ain't doing no ifs, ands, and buts. Y'all won. Everybody else lost this week. Okay. I I know. I know. Shout out to everybody. Charles Moore, I see you. Rashad, what's going on with you? Shasha says, as far as Bosa, a great edge rusher can never be understated. That is so true. I mean, one, one person does not make a defense, but one person can can definitely deter if, when he's missing because it's a whole, the whole scheme is different. Marcus, Girl, thank you so look much at for tuning perfect in. example. A perfect example of that is look what uh, what's the uh, number forty? I can't think of his name right now on the bill. He was playing for the Rams last year. Um, oh, um, uh, Von Von Miller. Uh, Mel- Von Miller. Look at what Von Miller is doing for the Bills. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that that don't make a difference. Sometimes that one key player can take a whole defensive scheme on another level. That's true. That is so and that's true. what and that's what Bosa does for you guys. That's why I was shocked he wasn't playing. Well, he's he's hurt. Yeah, he got hurt uh, against the Panthers with a groin injury. Marcus, thank you. Marcus says that early fumble hurt a lot. Yeah, but I mean we fumbled before Marcus, and we've been able to, to come back. It, it's just it, defense was too too banged up, and we we couldn't we couldn't get the Falcons off the field, and then our our offense, they weren't moving the ball well enough to keep the defense off the field. So not only are they banged up, but now they're on the field, what, 70% of the time. So we just got beat down. I'm I'm not going to say it again. All right, let's see here. Marcus, thank you so much. Africa, thank you for tuning in. Michael X. Hawkins, thank you for tuning in. Reginald, for all of my people who were sitting out in the sun, I don't know. So I see it's 133. Um, Hit me up if you were sitting out in that sun because it was 
ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie to you. We need to uh we need to, to uh boycott. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out to, to Mercedes Benz uh Stadium though. I was sitting in uh was at the Delta section. That is the way to go, y'all. Let me tell you. On the one hand where where they were baking us visitors, they know how to roll out the red carpet in that Delta uh that Delta uh section, so I'm not too mad. Uh, let's see. Shasha, thank you so much. I saw a lot of people in here. Micah McDonald, he says, hello. I think they need to get another cornerback. Can't trust Barrett, and we need a right tackle. McGlinchey is a horrible pass blocker. Yeah, you know, McGlinchey, just go ahead and give him five flags to um, start and end the game. Crystal, thank you so much for tuning in. C. Green, thank you so much. Justin Felton, Amar, thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Okay. Many, Frederick, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. But I'm going to go to the phone lines because I know there's somebody who wants to talk to us. Boogie, hey, what's you? going on, ladies? Most hey, definitely. What's going on? Well, nobody expecting the Falcons to win that game. Um, it, But you got to look at it. As this, uh, she's saying that the Falcons wouldn't have never won if y'all would have been full force. Falcons been in every game this year, every yep. game they've been in. I'm talking about they if they wouldn't have cheated on Brady last week. I believe the Falcons would have whooped us. So they playing some unbelievable football. It's like they they sold into their coach better than a lot of teams think they are, and they playing for their coach. I'm talking about everything that they doing is working. So. They they played some good football. I wasn't expecting that because they basically out physical the 49ers, and 49ers was one of the most, if not the most physical team in the league. And they basically did the 49ers how they would do anybody else. As got beat, we literally got beat at our own game. We did. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That's why a doctor don't go to the – you never see a doctor go to the doctor because he don't like taking his own medicine. That's what they did. They gave the Falcons his own medicine. They they are physical, y'all. And I, I didn't, didn't – nobody think they was going to beat y'all up like that. But, hey, you got you to gotta take your hands off to them. They came ready to play. And they coached. I didn't think he was going to be all that. But he got Marcus Mariota, and they they putting together some good football over there. Like I said, they've been in every game they – every game this year. The game that they lost, it was about, like, one possession. So they playing good football. I won't count them out. I'm looking at them that last game of the oh, season so you, against us. So you no longer I'm looking for them to, play to be bottom feeders, huh? No, I'm a football fan more than I am a Buccaneer fan. And so I'm looking at all football. They, they playing good football. And then the way with the NFC going, Look at all the teams that everybody thinks they'll be kicking butt. Shit, they down there three and three, two and three. They ain't on nothing. Yep. The Falcons right there in the mix. We tied oh, with them. Yeah, cause who would think that Tom Brady be tied with the Falcons? I Tom did, Brady got I more than he got more issues going it. on. No, Tom Brady is more than Tom. See, we'll, we'll talk about Tom Brady later. But right now, I'm giving y'all. I'm taking my head off to y'all because y'all doing what y'all need to do. All right. That's so well, true. All right. Well, uh, we'll stay, stay on the line because I'm going to go through the, uh, go through the picks kind of quick because I didn't realize we we had spent so much time on this game. But um, but you just yeah, let you me know, know this y'all game. You were you were you were just hurt this. You were just hurt on this one, my hair. You just spent all the time on these 49ers. <laughs> well, you know, 
heard of, heard or happy. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, we 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 took over the city now. I'm, I'm happy about that. We, we made our friends. Yeah, y'all had about twenty tailgates. I'm trying to find the right one. I'm like, that here go some, here go forty nine a tailgate. Here go another one. I went to one. It was a bunch of Migos. Then I happened to look up the hill, and there were the people that I knew. I, I went over there. I went up there. And I seen some of the people that I knew up there, but I said all these things for the down the tailgate going on here. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk. We ain't so gonna y'all, talk about y'all that, did y'all that, think? That, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. But we should have. We should have had more, con, more, uh, more condensed ones, but it's okay. We we were out there. We were out there. <laughs> all right. Oh, y'all were uh, definitely repping the city. Um, well, I'm on the outside looking in, but I'm just saying y'all got a lot of people. Yeah. We definitely did, though. We definitely did. All right. Well, you um, you come on back in probably about uh, ten minutes. Yeah, I'm, we'll, I'm, we'll just, hang, I'm just gonna hold on. I'm just okay. gonna hold on. I ain't gonna hang up. Ain't no point of calling back. Okay. Right. You know, it's twenty five cent per call. I might as well stay on the phone. <laughs> he said twenty five twenty five cent per call. You better stop, uh, Boogie. All right, we're gonna bring you back in, <laughs> in a minute. He's so crazy. Um. Okay, so let's see. I got so many people. JB, thank you so much for tuning in. Charlene, Victor, Victor Robinson, thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Micah McDonald, he says something else here. Uh, Jimmy finally threw a few deep passes. They need to do it more. Falcons were fortunate. Eight of our starters were out. That's a different ball game. If our guys were there, they should just release Ken Law. Oh, my goodness. Ken Law stays hurt. Uh, let's see. Justin Fell. I've got to go back and read through all these. Um, but uh, Victor Robinson, JB, JB, hit me up if you still um, want that uh, jewelry that we we were talking about, because I'm going to hold it for you if you do. Misty, my sister, thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, so I have to get to all of those um, comments. Thank you all so much for all the comments. So, um, hey, Lou, your Broncos, um, this was a hard game to watch. Monday night football, uh, nobody wanted to score, it seemed like, and anybody who did score, they just scored field goals. Uh, but the Broncos, Chargers, they did end up going into overtime where the Chargers took it 19-16. to 16. Shout out we to We had the one touchdown, TJ. Oh, you did. You did. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I forgot it was, it was mixed up in there. Um, but, <laughs> but shout out to the Chargers kicker, though, uh, with the game-winning 39-yard field goal. He was 4 of 4 um, in that game, despite a hamstring injury, he is now going to be out for two to four weeks. But he managed to kick his leg off, literally, in that game. Uh, but the Chargers, they beat the Broncos 19-16. Um, Herbert, he had the most attempts with 57 without a passing touchdown to win. That's all time. And for the Chargers, their running back, Austin Eckler, he's the only Chargers player with 40-plus receptions and 5-plus scrimmage TDs in the first six games of the season in team history. For the Broncos, Wilson, 15 of 28, 188 yards, one touchdown. He was 5 of 18 after starting 10 for 10 in the first quarter. Um, They muffed a punt after the blocker was pushed into the returner in overtime. So basically the two players on the same team, friendly fire, knocked themselves out. And now for Denver, it's the sixth straight road, sixth straight road loss. Um, it ties the longest active streak in the NFL. And the Broncos are the first team to allow fewer than 17 points per game and have a losing record through week six of a season since the Titans back in 2019. And the Broncos, they now sit at two and four. Um, hey, Lou, what's wrong with the Broncos? We are not the Titans. We are definitely not the Titans. Uh, 
God don't know what's going on with Russell. He, he's, you know, he's supposed to be uh, suffered a, a, ha- a hamstring in the fourth quarter. Right. You know, supposedly. Okay. Yeah. Suppose, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I don't know because I'm writing on that one. But anyway, uh, I just don't know what to say, girl. I mean, at least I've watched Thursday. I've watched Thursday night football with them and Monday night, and I'm just so displeased because this is the most boring games, and it's just like it's like I'm out there playing football, and I don't even know how to play like that. But um, um, I don't know. It, 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 then he started running more to say he got a hamstring. He was running more this game. Probably because they told us, but he need to start running. Russell should have been running good last year. You hear me? Mm-hmm. He should have been running. But I don't know what he was doing with the Seahawks, but he really ain't doing too much with the Broncos. But um, I just don't know what have, what has happened to him. I can't even make no excuses for him. I can't say he can't hear. I can't say he can't see. I just don't know what's going on with Russell, but he need to get it together because he's probably rated zero right about now on everybody's board right now. And uh, it's going to take, you know, whatever is happening, God is humbling his butt. I don't know what, what's going on with Wilson, but he is getting humbled like humble pie. You hear me? Mm. And I, I just, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know what if I should go back. To my Seahawks, well, the Seahawks are looking good. I mean, you see them Seahawks with old Gino. That boy was hiding in the shadows until Russell Seahawks left. Seahawks are doing, they are playing some ball. They, yes, they are playing. Yeah, they're you know, they're, they're, and I don't have but, any uh, jerseys and hats and paraphernalia for uh, the, the Broncos, and I got all this Seahawks stuff up in my closet, footballs and everything. I just might need to just go on back and leave Russell Wilson alone. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what, Russell Wilson is not y'all's only problem right now because, like, for instance, Judy, who is always uh, a factor when uh, when you guys are playing, anybody wasn't doing anything either. I, I don't know if, if they can't, if the chemistry is just not right or what's going on, but he can't get his receivers together. I, I mean, you guys are just, it, it, they, it just, it doesn't look like the Broncos of old. I, I don't yeah, know what's it, going on. You're right. They they're not catching balls, or they outsides and stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Doing stupid stuff. What was that? One one boy did something three times, three times, and that it cost. So they can't afford to be doing that kind of stuff. And it seemed like Russell's scared to throw it to him, so he's starting to run it more. I think it was another quarterback that was doing that. It's like, man, I can't trust my receivers right now. They can't catch this ball. So then he started just getting running. I think it was it was it was a white quarterback who did it. It was last week. But that man was like, I ain't trusting y'all because y'all just dropping stuff and missing things and then faking it like, ooh, I missed the ball. Y'all should be able to catch. I just don't know. And they not they, they defense is back and forth. I mean, uh, Broncos, one minute they play defense, next time they don't. You know, you just don't know what they're going to do. Well, i got to give it to the defense. The defensive side of the ball has shown up in each and every week. And offense, it's just like what I said for our game. When the offense is not putting together drives, you cannot continue to have three and outs and expect your defense to keep up a whole 60-minute game. They're tired. So the That's defense, right, they have right. been doing their side of the ball. They really have. And it's going, they're going to have to have a come-to-Jesus meeting, uh, a players-only meeting or something to get this offense together. Now, mind you, the Broncos really haven't been relevant since Peyton left, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, and when did he leave? Uh, it's been, what, four or five years. seasons now? Okay, At least, yeah, so well, about four, four or five, maybe six seasons, because um, they had Drew Lockett, and then he was going in and out. I mean, they've had a revolving uh, revolving door at quarterback for the Broncos, uh, but the defense has always maintained. 
But this year, the Broncos defense they they keep they are they're keeping other people from just you know coming in there and just annihilating it. But the yeah, offense is not catching. Is well, I would say that the offense is not catching the ball like they should when he's throwing it to him. And then sometimes Russell's throws are not the best. You know, then he might take too long to, to throw it. I mean, it's just like I don't know what they're doing out there, girl. I just know I think I could play better than this. All right, well, let me bring Boogie Man in because he wants to chime in on the Broncos. What's on your mind, Boogie? Well, I'm gonna tell Aunt Lou this right here. Remember at the beginning of the season when I said Russell Wilson made a big mistake when he went to that conference, when he went to that division, the AFC West? He got three young guns in that division that's kicking ass. Just He just, besides um, Derek Carr, just got, he just had a jackass coach leave. Now they just hired another jackass coach. We ain't going to talk about that. But I told you he's going to be at the bottom of the barrel in that in that division. Oh, no, no, no. The Russell Wilson is all we need. Russell Wilson is not that good. He can get some stats, but when they, when he ain't got a good running game, and he, ain't, he got a defense, but Russell Wilson need a running game to back him up. Now, that team gave up 16 points in the last four games, and you can't win. Yeah. You can't win um, with that right there. And, that, and, and you say, Jerry, you say, she said, Judy. Yes, ma'am. Jerome, let me ask you this. You said that they needed a running game. Why do you think they have Melvin Gordon on the sidelines? What do you think is going on with that? Hey, Melvin Gordon didn't touch the ball last week, and guess what happened? Russ still took the L in the kitchen. But, but, but you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't blame, you can't blame Melvin Gordon on the last week. He didn't get in the game at all. Melvin Gordon. That's what, you know, he didn't I know. That's chance. what I'm saying. That's my question. Do you think that he's that that they're um, punishing him? Is is it is it? Yeah, they, they didn't I know he's not because hurt. he dropped the ball. No, they they punished Melvin Gordon because he dropped because he you know he had a fumbling issue. But guess what? It, it still didn't get to no. They didn't still get to them winning. Russell Wilson is not that good. And now they try to tell you that people just look at me, uh, Lou. She, oh no, no, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. He, oh, he's a poster boy, but. Football, no, he's not good. He went to the wrong division. Now, do you see the difference in what Geno Smith is doing than what Russell Wilson was doing? Same old team that Russell Wilson had last year. Same receivers, same offensive line. Russell Wilson wanted to leave. They left. They booed him. Oh, they shouldn't have booed him. They should have because he wanted to leave. They didn't, he didn't leave in free agency. Geno Smith is over there balling. Russell Wilson can't even score 20 points. And that's where they got him over. They paid him all this money to get him over. He was a missing, just like when they said when Brady came to us, he was a missing piece to get us over the top. Okay, that's what they gave. That's what they gave Russell Wilson two hundred fifty million dollars. He's a missing piece. Now everybody looking at this dude like, man, they've been going, man, dang, we gave up all this right here. They just didn't. Get, they just didn't pay him. They gave up first round picks and stuff for this dude. I'm talking. About they gave up some stuff to get him. Six years, they at least stuck with him for four years. Yeah, but yeah, I was surprised they gave him that money right up front before he even before he even played it down. And now that that was crazy to me to lock him up that quickly. All that guaranteed money, and man, this dude playing like garbage. I'm talking about they should ban the Broncos playing on prime time games the rest of this year. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. And Daniel Hackett, the the coach. He he is not proving to be NFL uh, material either. Now I think it's had Russell year. Wilson, 
Well, I know it's his first year, but I'm saying um, it was also Mike McDaniel's first year until Tua got hurt and he was still doing some things. But 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 Nathaniel Hackett, I think if Russell would have taken the initiative and went ahead and went on that fourth and one, I think there's, I just think there's a lot of, of in-house um, problems with Denver. I don't think that one trusts the other as far as Hackett with with um, Russell. I don't think Russell is really intricately involved with the offense, whether it's on the field or off the field. And the defense, I'm telling you, the defense is going to have a come-to-Jesus moment. Uh, they're going to have a meeting. They got, they they gonna got the number four defense in the league. They got a number four defense in the league. And just like you said, you can't keep going three and out, three and out, three and out. I don't give a damn if you got the damn 85 bass defense. You're going to get tired of going out there. Right. Especially when you're not scoring. You're right about that. Jamal, I think I could get out there and do better. What do you think, man? Hey, they might have you go out there. They paying Russell Wilson all that money. I know you ain't gonna want that much. Get out there for a discount and get out there. You, at least you can do what he's doing. You can't do. You can't do no worse. But they're not protecting him though. When it comes to sacking, and they want to think of all this stuff about protection. Russell Wilson was when he was doing all that running around in Seattle. They were talking about protection then. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Oh, he did. He that. Run for your life. Do all this stuff out right there. That's what they brought you here for. They yeah. gave you all that money. Guess what? If you want to pay, if you want to want all that money, maybe they could have got somebody to help protect. You. Well, it was the same protection, like you said, in Seattle. He didn't have a lot of protection in yeah. Seattle, but he made things happen. But he could. It seemed like he could get out the pocket a little bit quicker, or or I, I don't know. He, but he, he made he, he was, made things he happen when y'all. He made he made things happen when y'all had them jackass coaches over there. When they when, when that division wasn't that good, they were the number one team over there. When, when Rams were sorry with what's his name, Jeff Fisher. Y'all had then two back to back coaches after the Harbaugh left and mm-hmm. uh, what's the other team? You know, Arizona Arizona always been at the bottom of the barrel. So he did all that, but when the other teams got good, guess what? He was an outside he was an outside looking in. He ain't that good, man, I'm just telling you. Okay. All right, Boogie. Well, we're going to put you back on pause until we get to the, get to Tampa Bay. Oh, wait. Let me tell Lou this right quick. Okay. Lou, Russ don't wash his chicken, so he don't need to let him cook no more. All right. Go ahead, Boogie. Right, what did he say, Peter? What did he say, Peter? He said Russ don't wash his chicken, so don't let him cook no more. Oh, Lord. That's terrible. That is terrible. Boogie man, boogie man, boogie man. <laughs> All right, right boogie. We'll be, we'll be back in a few. Hold on. <laughs> I love it. He said he don't wash his chicken. That is awesome. Oh, oh, oh Russ. Russ is getting it from me, from me. It, it, any which way. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Make sure you press number one if you want to join the conversation. Reggie Clayton, thank you so much for tuning in. Jay Johnson, oh, my God, it was so good to meet you. We just happened to run into each other, too. I'm so glad I was able to meet you. Uh, Ricky Johnson, thank you all so much. I, I can't keep up with you, but I know my mom is on that timeline. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all keep the comments coming, okay? All right. So let's see here. Um, oh, I think we got somebody else want to talk to us. 732-604, you are on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Michael McDonald, calling from New Jersey. Hey, welcome to the show. Michael, what's on your mind? I just want to talk about our team a little bit and just some of the needs and wants that we have going on. Go right ahead. I, like I said, I think 
we need uh, another cornerback because I'm not trusting Barrett. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of his injury history, he's a solid player, but he's been off the field more than he's been on the field his entire career. So I wouldn't put all my eggs in his basket right now. I would go out and get a young, proven cornerback to, to play the opposite of Ward because he, he would pick up the, the weak side because Ward travels to the strong side. And I would get a, a tackle to replace McClinchy because he can't get it done in pass blocking. He, he is an absolute bust. Once Trent gets back, we'll be fine. And I, and I like the idea that they let Jimmy throw deep a little bit because teams don't respect our deep pass. If those guys, we had two drop passes, if they catch them, we, have, we may have different outcome with the game. And I, this game is an anomaly to me because we had eight starters out on defense. I think with our starters and Atlanta doesn't stand a chance against us. And, and you know, people keep blaming the offense. The, the defense could not keep, couldn't keep Atlanta out of the end zone. Because we, we had eight guys out, and the offense just couldn't get going. Our defense sets us our offense up when they're healthy. But this at this point, the Atlanta knew we were in a passing mode, and they just released the hounds after us. Our linemen weren't able to protect properly, and, and that was that. That was that. And uh, Shanahan lost all confidence in uh, Wilson after his fumble. You know, and it, that, that was that. That's that in a nutshell. And the other guys have to step up. And like I said, he has to throw more deep passes because it loosens up the deep defenses. And, and like I said, if McLeod makes that catch or that backup tight end makes that catch, you know, that, that will keep defenses honest. Right. And that, that's all it basically got to say. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. And I totally agree with you. You know, I think this was the one game where his long passes were on point because, you know, Jimmy sometimes has a tendency to overthrow, you know, when mm-hmm. he can have them too wide open or when he's trying to mm-hmm. lead them. But I, I totally agree with you. This this game, Jimmy was really on his long ball um, connections, mm-hmm. but we were just dropping it. And then you mentioned the, um, you know, the the health of Verrett. But don't you feel like a lot of our defensive players, they're, they're injury uh, prone? Um, when you think about Ward, um, I don't want to say Bosa so much, but after it seems like after Bosa got that first injury, what, two seasons ago, um, you know, he's kind of been in and out. Um, you yeah. have uh, what's our other um, safety, um, Ward and – Ward? Uh, no, no, Doug. Uh, maybe it's our other corner. Uh, oh, um, Mosley. Mosley, Yeah. Is this seems like we can never get all of them on the field at the same time healthy? Do, do you feel like that, or, or is it? Yeah, I, I feel that way. But you know what else I think? Think I think it uh, has a lot to do with the conditioning. Okay. You know, back these guys don't come in; they're they're they're, they're not callous and hardened like back in the day. Those guys went to training camp and they beat their bodies down. So once they were prepared for the season. These guys, they, they play on Sunday. They don't come back to practice till Wednesday, and to prepare, and they do all walking, no pads. Back in the older days, they hit nonstop. Their bodies were hardening cows. It's in their collective bargaining agreement. They they don't even put pads on, so yeah. their bodies aren't conditioned in, in, for for the beatings. You know, yeah. then playing on that turf is not good. You know, I'm I'm Michael, old. Michael, you so are I so believe. right because if you think about back in the day, you had you had the 
just the style of play was so different. But then you had on top of that, everybody played preseason. And then you had the OTAs where they were three practices a day. You are so right. I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, I just think it's, it's the guys, their bodies aren't conditioned for what it used to, like the way it used to be. And, and that's because they've taken physicality out of football. You know, and these guys don't have to, you know, I get it with the, the head injuries and all that. And these guys, they want the guys to stay out there because they're putting so much money into these young men. And so what they're doing is, is just they're trying to protect their investments. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you got guys who, a lot of guys played for the love of the game back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. and these guys now, they they just want to get that bag and collect their money. Some of them don't even care if they win or lose. They just want to get paid, which is, is a beautiful thing. I, I'm happy for them. But, you know, we play for championships. Some guys actually play because they want to win championships. And with this generation now, a lot of these guys are just in it for the money. You know, I got they don't care if they play or not. You know, that's why you got guys getting the, the, the smallest injuries, sitting out two and three weeks at a time. It's, it, it's ridiculous. And, and, you know, and, I'm and a, you see I'm a so football. many more hamstring and groin injuries and so forth. And one thing, one thing about it is we always seem, as I say, 49ers, the 49ers always seem to be the most injury-prone team, though, if you think about it on the course of a league. I mean, everybody goes through injuries, don't get me wrong, but we always seem to have the most injuries at one time. We, it's it like comes it just in comes waves, waves with the 49ers. We just yeah. don't get one guy. We get three or four at a time, you know, and they stay hurt, and then they just stay hurt. Constantly, we we finally had a great defense, and and that slowly falling apart. The defense slowly falling apart when Mosley went down. That hurt, you know. And, and it's it's just these guys cannot stay healthy. If the defense stays the healthy, we, I, if the defense stays healthy, I think we could beat Kansas City. With the well, with we, our we, full we ain't gonna have them all guys. back by next week though. So I mean, just saying. It's it's just it's it's sad. It's sad. And, and, and but the thing about it is we're still down. early enough in the season, though. We're still early enough in the yeah, season where we can get division. a lot of them back. You know, we're still leading our division. And I think I think a lot of the guys were kept out of the game last week for that reason alone because they know this is a bigger game as a measuring stick for us. Well, you all know, of them are bigger right now. And, and whoever thought we should take the Atlanta Falcons, they must not be watching football. Because the Falcons, like, right. like um, Boogie was saying earlier, the Falcons, they, they have been in every game that they've lost. They've only lost yeah, their games by yeah. a, a possession. So, yeah, and, and they have Sunday. a great game plan. They have yeah. a great game plan. They, the Mariota looked like Kaepernick a couple of years ago running that pistol offense. You don't know where the ball was going to go, and he just set up his passes with his running. You have to respect his, his running. And they, they, Mariota's a decent quarterback. He's not great, but he's very serviceable. And with what they're doing, that's a winnable, that's a winnable solution that they have. They have a winning solution down there because their running backs run hard. You know, yeah. even if they don't get big runs, they get four or five, and they're punishing the defense. So it's right, a, it's a lot. I, I think the Niners should have a few moves they should make, and I think we need a corner. I think we need a, 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 another defensive tackle, and I, and I think we should go – I don't think we need a running back, but we definitely need a cornerback and a defensive tackle. For I mean, an offensive tackle because McClinchy's not the answer. I would go get somebody to replace McClinchy right now. And we need to go out to a center. You know, we need two big spots on our offensive line who are really slowing down the run game. That kid playing center is was, was supposed to be a backup guard this year. And he's been pushed into 
center because uh, Alex Mack retired. We need yeah. a, a, a true center, and we need a right tackle because McClinchy is not the answer. He's proven right. he's not worthy of that spot. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Michael. Please don't be a stranger. All right. All right. I definitely will. All right. I put a friend request in to you. You take care, all right? Okay. You as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mike. Accept the clear request, Tina. Yes, as we 347-826-7924. is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, so let's see. Let's go ahead and get through these um, other games here. So Sunday night football, it was the Eagles taking on the Cowboys. They are now 6-0, um, and oh, the Eagles are. They beat them 26-17. to 17. Um, Now we are going to probably see the resurgence of Dak Prescott back behind center. I was waiting for that. Um, the game of the week, I think, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. Bills took care of business, beating the Chiefs 24-20. to um, Josh Allen, this was his third game with 300-plus passing yards and three passing touchdowns this season. That's the most in the NFL and the 12th of his career. Von Miller, we were um, just talking about that, um, Janelle and I. Von Miller had two sacks, five quarterback pressures. He led the team on defense with that. Mahomes, not a pedestrian day for him, though, 25 of 40, 338 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, Smith-Schuster, he had a pretty good game, five receptions, 113 yards with a touchdown, and Kelsey, 108 yards off of eight receptions. This is the first regular season home loss since 2021, week five for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they also lost to who? the Buffalo Bills at that time as well. Um, the Chiefs lead the NFL, though, with 29.8 points per game this year, and that's um, tied uh, first in the – I mean, so that's first in the NFL. All right, then we had the Panthers losing to the Rams 24-10. to 10. Um, Panthers, they had their wide receiver, Robbie Anderson. He got into a little shouting match with one of the assistant coaches on the sideline, and then he probably got um, released from the team, or traded, I should say, and now he's going to be in Arizona. Um, the Panthers, they are now 1-5, their worst start through six games since 2016. Um, the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Seahawks beat down the Cardinals 19-9. Um, the Seahawks' defense had a season-high six sacks. And Geno Smith, he leads the NFL with a career-high 73.4 completion percentage this season. So, escort out Russell Wilson, insert Geno Smith. Yes, ma'am. Watch it, Gail. You tell me. um, Now, we've had this conversation before. Is is Kyler uh, Murray worth that 230 guarantee that he got? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. That's all I needed you to say to me. There is no way that he he should have been paid that kind of money with the kind of ball he's playing right now. Oh. No, not at all. And um and we knew that. And and we see why we have the Lamar Jacksons of the world that are holding out. They're like, wait a minute now. <laughs> Deshaun's getting 230 guaranteed, and all these others who haven't proven themselves, who haven't accomplished as much as I have in the NFL, but we're going to get to Lamar here in a minute. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to settle. Uh, but, no, we, and we all knew Kyler Murray, whether he pays attention in class or not, or, you know, film study or not, he did not deserve all that money. But it's the next man up syndrome. That's, that's the problem. 
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. Shout out to the Patriots because they are doing their thing. They're 3-3, three and three, but they're playing some really good ball, especially with their third-string quarterback. Oh, Zappy. Zappy is getting it done on the <laughs> turf. Okay. Um, Bill Belichick, he is, now only needs one more win to pass George Hallis for um, most wins by a head coach in NFL um, history, including the playoffs. But the Patriots, they beat the Browns 38-15. to The Vikings, they beat the Dolphins 24-16. to um, This is the Vikings' fourth straight win with one uh, each by one score, so by a possession. And for the Dolphins, uh, Tyreek Hill and wide receiver Jalen Waddle, they both rank top five in the NFL in receiving yards this season. So the Dolphins have two in the top five um, this year. Jaguars, they fell to the Colts, uh, 34-27. to For Matt Ryan, he passed Dan Marino for seventh all-time in passing yards. And uh, Ryan also has two-plus pass touchdowns, a 70-plus completion percentage, and a 100 plus uh, passer rating in three of his last four games. So shout out to you, Matt Ryan. The Jets, J-E-P-S, what are they doing over there in New York? New York, because their teams are playing. Jets, 27, Packers, 10. Um, Their running back, Hall, he rushed for 116 yards, a touchdown, also had a rushing touchdown, but he now has back-to-back games with 100-plus scrimmage yards. Um, The Jets are now 3-0 on the road, and they have been um, 500 or better through six games in six of the last 11 seasons, but they've never made the playoffs in any of those, so. We'll have to see how that goes. But for um, Green Bay, oh, my goodness, they, their home winning streak, it ended at 15. That was the longest active streak in the league. Um, their first seven possessions for the Packers, four punts, a missed field goal, a fumble, and a turnover on down. So I don't know what's going on over there in um, Green Bay, but they're not getting it done, that's for sure. And Aaron Rodgers, he's actually averaging the fewest passing yards per game and passing touchdowns per game in his career, uh, 233.8 yards per game and only one-and-a-half touchdowns this year. That's his average. Uh, let's see. The Bucks. they fell to the Steelers, the depleted Steelers on both offense and defense. Um, even their uh, starting quarterback or rookie, rookie um, backup quarterback now started back to the uh, backup because he got a concussion. Um, but Pickett, 11 of 18, only 67 yards. Pickett left the game in the third quarter with a concussion. Um, Tom Brady, he had won his previous 12 games versus rookie quarterbacks um, prior to the Steelers game. Eight passing touchdowns this season. That's his fewest through six games since 2013. And Brady is now three, um, three and three for the first time since 2012. But like I said, for the Steelers, um, Claypool—I mean, he's even been kind of um, missing in action. Um, he had a pretty de- decent game, 96 yards off of seven receptions, and did have a touchdown. Najee Harris—he really has not been performing, so I don't know if it's that offensive line uh, could be the reason why uh, Cody Pickett got—I'm um, sorry, not Cody Pickett. Um, What's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, but Pickett is his last name. Why he had a concussion, because the offensive line just cannot, um, they, they cannot seem to hold up um, against any defense this year. But Steelers, they took care of business, beating the uh, Bucks 20-18. to 18. Giants, 
beat the Ravens. I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the games because, of course, I was at the game and we played at 1 o'clock, but I was able to rewatch this game. And the Giants, they have done what I think three out of uh, six – three out of – in six games, I believe that the Ravens have lost in the last, like, minute or two minutes in three of the the six games. The Giants, they took this game 24 to 20. Um, they're now 5-1 and one for the first time since 2009. They are 3-1 and one this season after trailing by double digits. So, yes, they were down by double digits in this game as well. But they beat the Ravens in the last minute and, what, two minutes, two minutes of the game. Lamar Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's the first to be 500 or worse after six games with a 10-point lead in each game. They've had a 10-point lead in each of their games, and they've lost three of them. Um, Lamar has got – he has to be better with protecting the ball. Ladies, did you see any of this game, the Ravens and the Giants? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. Nope. I I didn't either. Okay. Yeah. I mean, once again, Lamar is willy-nilly with the football, and they just knock it out of his hands. It's not that he was running with the ball. Um, it's not that, you know, he fumbled it or anything. But, you know, he's coming out of the pocket, trying to let the play develop. Uh, his first read wasn't there, I don't believe. But still, Lamar, you have to be a better protector of the football. This is two games now where he's lost it, where they could be, you know, they have the ball, you know, the last man standing with the ball. And if they go down and score, you know, they win the game. On top of the fact that they've already had a 10-point lead to win the game. Now, that's on defense, to keep losing these leads. And we know we've, we've talked about the, the Baltimore defense, how they are not the, the defense of old, the Ray Lewis, um, Suggs, um, you know, Ed Reed. They're not that defense. But, you know, when you put the pressure on them like they did, what was that, Sunday night when they came out and won? Um, so I guess we need, need to put the pressure on them each and every week. But uh, for both sides of the ball, the Ravens, I think they just have to be one of the most disappointing teams this season. Um, any thoughts on, on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson? Because we just talked about Lamar Jackson trying to be in a contract year. You know, you're holding out, but you don't want to be the reason why you're losing these games. It's not going to look good when you go to the negotiating table, Lamar. Right. See, that, and that's what I was worried about. Um, the two things that had me concerned was, um, number one, the fact that he, um, him making sure that he stays healthy through this season because you know that's going to hinder him with his contract negotiations. And then, two, his, his ability to be so frivolous with his ball handling all the time. That's the other thing that I was concerned about. Hey, Lou, any thoughts? Yes, he's not doing well at all. I don't know what he's uh, what he's up to. It's like he – they're just inconsistent, just like some of these other teams that you think that they're going to do something. What is it, the Cardinals? You think that they're going to step it up, and all of a sudden when you bet on them, well, you know, when you pick them, they lose it. So I don't understand. The inconsistency gets on my nerves. Yeah, they have too good of a squad to be to be losing like this. All right, let's go jump back to the phone lines. All right, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, we're gonna talk about him. Everybody think he's God and all this stuff, but I keep telling people this man is human. He got other things going on. 
Tom Brady's body language ain't the same this year as of years prior to this. Um, the fire that he have in him, he don't he don't have it. He want to yell at people. He want to go to a wedding. The, the old Tom Brady will never go to a wedding um, when during the season. And I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with this dude? Then he want to go out there. He want to blame everybody about what they ain't doing right. Dude, what about what you ain't doing right? You can't convert. They everybody want to bring up. Oh, the Steelers converted on third and this, third and that, like four or five third down conversions. They had a jackass quarterback that did that. Big jackass quarterback converted. You got the GOAT. Tom, um, Tom Brady can't convert on third down. So we're going to talk about where him not, not – we're going to talk about Tom Brady not converting, not what the other guy did, because Tom Brady's supposed to be the GOAT. He's throwing the ball in the ground, skipping it, and I'm telling people – you got rid of Bruce Arians. Tom Brady got rid of Bruce Arians because him and Bruce Arians kept bumping heads last year. So he just went straight to when he got rid of um, Bruce Arians, you know, everybody thinks Tom Brady is God. So he just implemented the Patriots playbook, dink and dunk. Now, how in the hell is uh, uh, Leonard Fournette our leading receiver? This dude catches about 20 balls a game. Mike Evans getting four targets a game. It's crazy. And a lot of this stuff, you know, they going everybody on the team. They, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, but that ain't sitting good with the players because he's not sold in. He got all the off the field issues going on with him, and he's just thinking. Lamar, I mean, uh, uh, Leonard Fournette shouldn't have the ball. Shouldn't have no eight, nine catches a game. Uh, coming out the backfield, he's not James White. He's a power runner. He get more, he get more attempts in the passing game than who get than, than he get rushing attempts. And it's crazy, and everybody talking about the. Steelers were depleted. The Steelers, they, they were. They didn't have their main pass rusher in T.J. Watt. They didn't have three of their DBs. The offensive mm-hmm. line was jacked up. I think they were missing uh, a wide receiver or something. And they still come in there and do what they do to us. I'm like, then Tom Brady got all his weapons. He got Chris Godwin. He got Mike Evans. He got uh, uh, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> he, got his, he got his guys. So there's no excuses. Tom Brady only scored 30 points one time this season, and guess what? That was against Kansas City when Kansas City went up by 18 and went to a prevent defense and gave us no points because that game was never close, even though we lost by 10 points because we couldn't stop them. But Tom Brady, hey, when they kick the ball off to you, you got an opportunity to go score too. So Tom Brady ain't it. And don't be surprised if we don't get our ass whooped by the um, uh, by, um, by the um, Carolina Panthers this week too because I'm just saying it's some turmoil going on in Tampa. And everybody thinks Tom Brady is this person. Oh, he can fix it. He can fix it. All he's doing this year is just yelling at folks and throwing tablets and breaking tablets and pointing the finger at everybody. But everybody want to point the finger at everybody else except the person that's at blame. Because when Tom Brady came there, they didn't say nothing about the defense when the defense um, beat up on Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and when the defense beat up on Aaron Rodgers and um, Drew Brees in the, in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. Everybody talk about Tom Brady. Now Tom Brady ain't delivering on offense. Oh, the defense ain't doing this. The defense ain't doing this. We ain't scored 20 points. So, man, come on. We got beat by Green Bay. We scored 12 points against Green Bay. And and look what the Jets just did to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have nothing that jump, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an ugly season for us. And there's no way in the hell nobody thought that the Buccaneers with Tom Brady would be tied with the Falcons for first place in the division 3-3. Three there's nobody in the world. If you thought that right there, man, you should have been to Vegas and you would want to. You'll be a millionaire because Vegas right. didn't even think that. Right. Well, you got you got any thoughts on Lamar before we let you go? 
Oh, I'm going to say this about Lamar. Um, you know, you go through growing pains and stuff like that right there as a quarterback. Uh, to me, I think he's still, he's still doing good. It's the defense he's been in the league four years now. What league. kind of growing pains, Boogie? What, what I'm just saying. But I'm saying, they, see, this, this is what I'm saying. Look, I mean, look, look, look uh, the, um, the, the white quarterbacks, they get so much leeway. When the black quarterback do have a bad game or have a bad struggle or something like that, oh, it's on Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, why he ain't getting paid? Boogie, Lamar okay, Boogie, got I got to stop you. I, I, Boogie, I, stop, 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 stop. Please stop. Please stop. You are not going to make this a black-white issue. Lamar Jackson well, what I'm has saying trouble is, holding on to the ball his whole career. He is too loosey-goosey with the ball. He is the quarterback. Yeah, but you got to look that at That is Lamar, his main, main goal is to hold on to the game. ball now. Lamar Jackson, since he became in the league, done, done won 75% of his games, too. Look at Lamar. This is his fifth year. Look at Lamar's production and look at Russell Wilson's production since Lamar came into the league. Look who got paid and look who didn't get paid. Yeah, well. But that's just the organization. You know, uh, the Broncos. No, just no, it's an organization, but I'm just saying it's, 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 it's crazy. Kyler Murray, he getting paid all this money. Ain't did nothing. Had a piece of a good year last year. Paid all that money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that they earned it, before, but I mean, before, that's the organization uh, right there. But I'm talking about Lamar Jackson holding on to the ball. No, nobody so can control that. Defenses, you got to talk about these defenses giving up these points too. These 21 I, point leads and all that stuff right there too. That's true. I, know, it goes it, hand in hand. It does go hand in hand. But Lamar has he he is he loses too many footballs. He does. <laughs> no, I mean nobody. I understand that you you know you may not want to criticize not not criticize but you want to bring out the points of other quarterbacks. But Lamar Jackson, since he's been in the league, he has had a fumbling issue. Whether it's fumbling the ball, whether it's people being able to take the ball out of his hand, he is too. He does not control the ball well. He has got to get a better a better handle on that. He'll be all right with his division because they ain't got nobody in that division but um, Cincinnati. But they'll 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 be all right in that division. They could. Okay. He good. They they just got to tighten up on defense because their defense ain't where it used to be. Yes. He'll be he'll be all right, and then he ain't really got a number one receiver either to get the ball to. It's, um, um, I think who who's going over there now? Um, well, shoot, they just well, they got, got a one trick pony. Uh, yes, one trick pony. He'll be he'll have a hamstring injury by the second quarter. He'll be gone. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, they got rid of his. Then he had Marquise. Um. Uh, what was it Hollywood? Yeah, Marquise Brown just got hurt Brown. in, in um, what's you call it in um, in um, in Seattle. I mean, not Seattle in um, in um, what's you call it? Uh, the uh, Cardinals. That's why yeah. they just got on um, old boy Robbie Anderson. Right. Uh, what's right. the guy that just mentioned um, from Carolina? They just got him because yeah, uh, Hollywood uh, just got Robinson. hurt. Robbie, yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hollywood got hurt, so they just got um, Anderson. Yeah. So he ain't really got a number one um, receiver. The only thing he got is the tight end. Yeah. That's- all right, Boogie. Well, hold on for us, and we'll bring you on in. If you, I, I think we're almost up with the uh, with the with the recap, but we got some more stories. So if you want to uh, chime back in, because we got some more um, storylines we want to talk about, we're going to jump to a break okay. so that we can bring in the lady who does her lyrics. All right. So hold on for us. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Thank you each and every one for all of your comments. I'm going to try to get to these in the break because right now we're going to run to our last break because on the other side of this it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes. 
Lucinda's lyrics will be up right after the break, and we must brace ourselves because ain't Lucinda's in pain. So ain't no telling what's going to come out of her mouth. But right now, it's roll call time. (laughs) (laughs) Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am, I am. Hey, Lou, what say you? I'm in pain. I'm in pain, but I'm here, too. (laughs) It is the triple threat in the house. Hey, Lou, Janelle, TJ, and we'll be right back after the break.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with PJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And like I said, you already know. The clock on the wall says that it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LO Sports 2. I have a summary of week six for you. There were so many upsets, like the Packers losing to the Jets. The Steelers beat the Bucks, and the Cardinals were smoked by the Seahawks, my old team. The Broncos lost to the Chargers 16-19, to beating us in overtime with extra gasoline. And you say expensive. Although Herbert didn't throw a touchdown, those Chargers were victorious because their special teams stuck around. Wilson lost the game in overtime again. This time he was supposedly playing in pain. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. He injured his hamstring during the fourth quarter, and their chances of winning became shorter. We lost. The shocker game of the week was the 49ers and the Falcons. Atlanta beat San Francisco like unsettled, unsettled talcum powder, that is. Marietta threw with two touchdowns and ran for one, leaving those champion 49ers stunned. What happened? Jimmy G had two touchdowns and two interceptions, but they didn't have enough weapons. They didn't work. They outrushed the 49ers 168-50 to 50 with a season high of 40 carries. Pretty nifty. Their running and passing game made a difference. And that top-notch defense showed magnificence. They were bad, bad, and they knew it. They slaughtered them 28-14. to 14. Congratulations, Falcons. You showed up and won on the scene. Because you are the champion. <laughs> now, they ain't won but one thing but one game. Now, I ain't going to call them no champions. That's all right. I'm just kidding. They didn't stop, they. They are the champions. They are the champions this week. All right. Yeah, okay, I guess. All right, Janelle, I'll tip you here. I'll tell y'all the champions this week. Okay. Up. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful job though wonderful job as always all right so to wrap up week six um real quick two more games the Bengals they came back and beat the saints 30 to 26 burrow had a go-ahead 60-yard touchdown uh to uh jamar chase with 157 left the Bengals are the only team with three wide receivers each with 300 plus receiving yards this season so it looks like um the Bengals, they've been one of those up-and-down teams, too. Um, but for New Orleans, uh, Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton is still their starting quarterback for now. Uh, Kamara, he rushed for 99 yards off of 19 rushes, had six receptions for 25 yards. The Saints are both scoring and allowing 30 points per game since week four. And then the Thursday night football game, I don't think nobody really remembered this. The Commanders, they did beat the Bears, though, 12-7. to 7. And that's it. All right, so that's the week six 
recap for the NFL. Um, wanted to talk about um, the kind of, I guess, I don't know, breaking news, but interesting news that's in um, in in the news right now, news cycle. The uh, owners, the owners, uh, NFL owners, they met this past week in New York, and we all know that there's been just a black cloud around the Washington franchise for. Um, it's been for years, but it's just been brought to probably the forefront within the last five, six years of what all has been going there. But for the very first time, we've had an actual NFL owner come out and speak because we know that this is a good old boys and a couple girls, but a good old boys club. And they usually, they are tighter than tight when it comes to, you know, standing together um, you, we all know what happened with the Colin Kaepernick situation. You know, it, it all it took was one to be willing to extend that olive branch, and you know they like, again, they stick together. But for the first time, an NFL owner publicly has called for serious consideration to remove Washington Commanders ownership um, from Daniel Snyder, um, and it's Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay. Uh, he says, "I quote: I believe there is merit to removing him as owner of the Commanders." Um, there's consideration that he should be removed. Some of the things I've heard doesn't represent us at all. I want the American public to know what we're about as owners. You can't shy away from the fact that I believe it's in the best interest of the National Football League that we look at this squarely in the eyes and deal with it, end quote. Um, the Mary Jo White investigation um, into Washington's years of alleged workplace misconduct and financial uh, improprieties under Snyder, they are at the root of the issue. Now, it takes uh, 24 of the 32 owners to approve such a vote to say that a, a, an, an owner has to sell or it gets pushed out, um, and that's never been done at the NFL level. Daniel Snyder, he did send a letter to his fellow um, owners because it was being reported that after that, uh, Mary Jo White um, article in the Washington Post, it was then reported that Daniel Snyder was um, hiring his own private investigators to dig up dirt on the other 31 owners, because basically he was trying to say, okay, if y'all going to try to push me out, I'm not going, um, not going out without a fight, and so I'm going to pull up everything I can, i.e. blackmail. That's what that sounds like. But uh, Snyder, like I said, he wrote a letter to his owners saying, in part, that is patently false and intended to erode the trust and goodwill between owners that I take quite seriously. I have never hired any private investigator to look into any owner or the commissioner. I have never instructed or authorized my lawyers to hire any private investigator on my behalf for any such purpose, and I never would, end quote. Um, the commanders, they also uh, wrote a, um, a response to Ursay's comments, um, calling them inappropriate, and they said that the results of the current investigation will cause Ursay to see Snyder in a better light. Their uh, statement reads, in part, I quote, it is highly inappropriate but not surprising that Mr. Ursay opted to make statements publicly based on falsehoods in the media. It is unfortunate that Mr. Ursay decided to go public with his statement today while an investigation is in process, and the team has had no opportunity to formally respond to allegations. The commanders have made remarkable progress over the past two years. We are confident that when he has an opportunity to see the actual evidence in this case, Mr. Ursay will conclude that there is no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise, and they won't, 
end quote. Um, so, ladies, I just posed the question to you. Um, how surprised are you, or are you surprised, that um, an owner has now publicly made remarks saying that we do need to look into and take consideration for these reports for Daniel Snyder to possibly be removed? Um, and do you have a problem that it is Jim Ursay, the one that's standing front and center, knowing his past of uh, indiscretions that he's been um, in the news for in previous years? Uh, Janelle, we'll have you kick that off. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm definitely surprised. Um, I, I just said I wouldn't. You know, it's a good old boys club. They all stick together. So I, I'm definitely surprised that it's another owner that's um, trying to come for him like that. Um, and definitely surprised that it's him because, dude, um, you you can't you can't throw rocks at somebody else's glass house when I see what you over there doing. What is happening? That's crazy. Okay, all right. Let me get Aunt Lou in here real quick. Aunt Lou, uh, any thoughts before I comment? I totally agree with uh, Janelle on that. The nerve, the audacity. Okay, but Janelle, look at it like this. It's like. Of all people to say something, why not put myself out there? Everybody knows what I've been through. So if I even think that we need to really take consideration, you can say what you want to about Ursay's indiscretions, you know, drugs and um, alcohol, uh, drunk driving, you know. He's done everything to himself. Now, does he need to be owner of a team? Maybe not. He might not be the morally and ethically uh, correct person to be, you know, leading a franchise, but that's him doing it to himself. Whereas, you know, like you said, you can't throw rocks, you know, when your own, you know, to, to break your own glass windows. But, hey, if my if my window's already broken, what do I have to lose? What do you think? I, I get that. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's just that I, I can't. I can't knock you and tell you about all the things that you're doing wrong when I'm not acting right either. That's my point. I I, I understand I understand exactly what you're saying that he would he would be the very one to <clears throat> who who could definitely um, stand up and say, hey, I you know my my house is not clean and you know my house is not clean, but yours not either. You need to you know you need to be gone. But if that's the case, then he should be gone too. See, every other every other year we're looking at uh, him in the news because he's doing something else. Come on now. Well, he's been quiet for at least about since after, since before COVID. We haven't heard about old Jim since about 2017, maybe. Yeah, they, here's the thing, though, Tina. They they shut the cities down. They they shut the United States down. But of course, you ain't gonna hear nothing. We don't know what that man was doing behind closed doors. Come on now. Say it, baby. Say it. Say it. Well, at least he kept it behind closed doors. Go ahead, Jim. I'm pulling for you, Jim. I mean, you know, you might get your team taken next, but you know, it might, he might be the, you know, he, he might regret this. But um, but I'm I'm standing up for old Jim because Jim knows that what's right was right and what's wrong was wrong. And um, but like I said, Jim might I don't know. But the funny thing is too, though, coming out of the owners' meeting, there were plenty owners that knew that Jim was about to go and speak to the media. It's not like the media came up to him and said, you know, how did the media? Jim Ursay sought out reporters and microphones to make this make this statement. And like I said, there were several owners that knew about it. So, But then again, you know, they probably said, well, yeah, go ahead and let Jim put him out there because 
like I said, in in a year or so, we may be getting rid of Jim too. I don't know, but we <laughs> might be setting him up for the slam slam. I don't know. <laughs> But I am very surprised, though. I I really am, because I think that's just the little crack. That's the little crack that we needed to see um, to have. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they will do the right thing, because I know it's a good old boys club, and billionaires, they move by the beat of their own drum. Okay, they don't. They don't go by the rules of everyday people. But this is just a little bit too much, what's going on in Washington. And it's been going on for years. Um, so if if at no, if at no time, um, if there was ever a time to get rid of an NFL owner, we've seen it happen in NBA twice now. And you cannot keep condoning this type of behavior just because he's a billionaire. You know, he's not God. So. Um, but I'm I'm very interested uh, interested to see how long this drags out. I really am. And do you believe um, do you believe Snyder when he says the statement that he didn't um, look into investigator the hiring investigators to try to get dirt on the other owners? Do you please believe that? No, and of course I don't believe that mess. Of course not, because you know he he knows that it eventually. Um, somebody was going to come for him, so he wanted to have some dirt. I, he, no, I don't believe that. Totally. I totally agree. Totally. All right, 347, excuse me, 826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. A um, couple quick NFL news and notes here for the Dolphins. Quarterback uh, Tua Tagovailoa, he is preparing to start versus the Steelers on Sunday night. For the Steelers, um, Coach Mike Tomlin says that quarterback Kenny Pickett, um, he will start Sunday as the, as the Dolphins um, if he does clear concussion protocol. As I mentioned earlier, for the Chargers, their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, he's going to be out for two to four weeks with that strained hamstring. He was able to manage um, – He was, I'm sorry, able to uh, stay in the game and managed to win the game um, for Monday night. Uh, for the Cardinals, good news for them. We mentioned that they did acquire um, Robbie Anderson from the uh, uh, Panthers. They also Panthers. will be getting back their number one target, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. He is set to return from his six-game suspension, and that is on the heels. We um, talked about this as well. Wide receiver Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, he will be out indefinitely. Um, he's seeking a second opinion on his foot injury. Um, for the Packers, wide receiver Randall Cobb, he's going to be out multiple weeks with an ankle injury. For my 49ers, we took another hit, uh, Talanoa Hufunga. Um, he is in concussion protocol. He um, returned to the game on Sunday, but then on Monday he, um, ex- he experienced symptoms. So he's going to be out. Um, so now he must go through standard protocol. So we'll see if he'll be on the line, in the lineup on Sunday. Um, for the Chiefs, they restructured their deal for Travis Kelsey. They're going to convert um, his base salary into a signing bonus, and that's going to clear up $3.4 million in cap space. For the Rams, offensive tackle Joe Noteboom, um, he is out for the season with the torn Achilles, and they also released defensive end Tack McKinley. Um, and Lou mentioned it for her Broncos. Quarterback Russell Wilson, um, he is day-to-day after undergoing an MRI on yesterday uh, with a hamstring injury. And for the Cowboys, owner Jerry Jones, he says that quarterback Dak Prescott, you know, he's, um, uh, he's recovering from that thumb injury. He has a good chance to be out there versus the Lions on Sunday. Wonder how much of a chance he would have been had Cooper Rush won on Sunday night. But here we are. 
um, late. <laughs> Would you have a problem if we saw Dak Prescott out there? And what are your thoughts on what I just said? Had Cooper Rush won, would we be even thinking about seeing Dak Prescott on Sunday? Um, I I don't have a problem with it because I knew as soon as he was ready, they were going to put him back, regardless of how good Rush was doing. I knew they were going were going to have uh, Prescott backwards uh, back in the lineup. And I'm with her. I figured they put him back out there because they, you know, they wanted. It's a crucial now. We almost midway. It's time to start really tightening up. It's gonna be so interesting if they lose against the Lions, though. And the words of uh, Jason McCordy. Um, shout out to you. I see you, Philip Richardson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Marvell Robinson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Clarence Walker, Cheryl Denise. Thank y'all so much. For tuning into the show tonight, and let's see um, for the Bucks defensive back Logan Ryan. He's scheduled for surgery today with a Jones fracture in his foot. For the Falcons, they place cornerback Casey Hayward on IR with a shoulder injury. Um, for the Browns defensive end Miles Garrett, that shoulder injury that he suffered in his car accident back in September, he kind of banged that up in the game on Sunday. And uh, yeah, we can get to that NFL news next week about Amazon. Here they go again. But I do want to talk a little bit about this basketball. Um, Ladies, did you happen to get a chance to watch any of the games yesterday, 76ers and the Celtics or Warriors and Lakers? Um, Unfortunately, I'm still on a business trip, and I have not got the opportunity to watch anything. But before you move to basketball, I want to ask you if you had heard that the oldest living um, Hall of Famer died today. Yeah, at 100 years old. Yeah, I did hear that. I can't remember his name, though, but, yeah, I did hear that. Um, Charles, his name is Charles Trippy. He used to play for um, the Cardinals when the Cardinals were in Chicago. Hmm. Wow. That's a good long life, 100 years. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But, no, I did record the game. I recorded that um, – I recorded that that uh, Warriors game because I wanted I want to see it, but I did not get the opportunity to watch it. I am just extremely busy with this stupid trip. I gotcha. Okay, so do you know who won? Do you know the scores or anything? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, I do know that the Warriors won. I, I do know that somebody let it slip today when we were in a meeting. Okay. All right. Um, hey, Lou, have you did you get a chance to watch any of tip off um, last night? No, ma'am, I did not. I was uh, at a meeting, so I didn't okay. make it. Okay. Well, just a, a quick recap, because, you know, we don't really go into the basketball scores until it's the playoffs. But um, shout-out to the Warriors. They had the whole, um, uh, you know, ring ceremony, um, the, the you know, the pulling up of the banner. And everybody knows that generally the team that wins the championship, their first game is usually a lackadaisical uh, lackadaisical game for them. You know, they're just high up on emotion with all of the ceremony stuff, reliving the championship, watching the videos, and they kind of come out lackluster. Not the uh, Golden State Warriors, okay? So the Golden State Warriors may have put themselves on notice. You might want to say it's uh, the Clippers. You might want to say the Grizzlies, the Suns, whoever you were thinking about saying is going to be back in the NBA Finals, the Warriors said, oh, no, put some respect on our name. We are really trying to be a dynasty because they took care of business. 
the whole game. I think the Lakers, they got within like 13 points here or there sometimes, but they were down by 27, as many as 27. But the Warriors took care of business. So shout out to uh, Golden State because they are on a mission. Um, LeBron James became the oldest player, real quick, uh, he became the oldest player to record a 30-point game in a season opener in NBA history. Go ahead, Janelle. I knew when they signed Poole to his new contract that they that they were putting folks on notice. On notice, they mm-hmm. they were trying to keep as many pieces together from that from last year's team as possible. So I I, I absolutely knew that that was that that was going to be a thing. I, I I knew that I knew they weren't they weren't concerned about. They're trying to do. Um, I heard uh, Curry interviewing with someone, and they're trying to get another ring. They're not playing. Yeah. Yeah, they are not playing at all. Um, and so next week, hopefully, we'll get a chance to get into uh, the Jordan Poole, um, Draymond Green situation because we've never had a, uh, an opportunity to talk about that, and I definitely want to get you ladies' opinions on that. Um, but real quick, the 76ers and the Celtics. The Celtics, without Ime Udoka, they look to be primed to repeat as um, – the Eastern Conference uh, champions as well. Didn't know how they were going to look, especially, you know, the first game out. How was the scheme going to be? Um, how would the team look? Um, you know, just cohesiveness. They they really have the same team pretty much. Um, they did add uh, the addition of Blake Griffin. But the Celtics, oh, they do not seem to be skipping a beat. So I, this interim coach, he looks to be – knowing or picking up right where he may left off, but only time will tell with that. Um, but Tatum and Brown, they both uh, scored 35 points last night. Um, Harden, he had 35 points, eight rebounds, and then B, 26 and 15. So, um, but, yeah, okay, single-handedly. See, that's, that irritates me. That that absolutely irritates me because Harden always makes a spectacle during the regular season, but don't ever show up. When it's when it's crunch time, that just frustrates me. Yeah, I don't think he was nothing he was going to do with the Celtics. Though I think the Celtics were on a mission. They know that the spotlight is on them for everything that happened with the coaching situation. I think they have a little bit of internal um, because it, you know it was reported that maybe somebody on the team actually outed Ime. Um But I think they they came out to prove a point last night. That regardless of what you think or what you you know what you might have heard over the Celtics, we're here to repeat. And to go back to the final. That's how I took it. So I don't care what. It really, I don't think it mattered what the 76ers did last night. Celtics were going to win that game. But like I said, only time will tell. We'll have to see how they go. It's an 82-game season. But um, all right, ladies. Oh, the time. Getting away from us. Let's see. Hold on. Where is it? Here we go. Okay, we don't have a lot of time to listen to the whole song. <laughs> okay, so this might be the quickest way we can get through these things. But last week, um, let's see, I won overall. Terry came, no, uh, Janelle and I tied. I'm so sorry. Janelle and I tied at 86. Terry at 7-7 and, and Lou, uh, she was both saying she only had five wins last week. Um, so I'm still holding on to the number one lead, then Terry, then um, A. Lou, only by a little bit, and Janelle um, rounding it out. All right, so this week we're going into week seven. The team's on a bye, Bills, Rams, Vikings, and Eagles. Ladies, here we go. This is going to be the quickest one I think we've ever done. Thursday night, Saints at the Cardinals. Saints. 
What? She going with the Saints? Cardinals. Okay, ain't lose going with the Cardinals. Janelle, oh, I, I need to put that in your category there. Cardinals. Okay, Janelle and I are rolling with the Saints. Cardinals. Oh, but yeah, DeAndre is coming back, though. I don't know. I might change that pick. Mm, no, I'm going to roll with the Saints. It might be the last time now. Okay, then we have the uh, 1 o'clock games. We have the divisional matchup, Browns at the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens. <laughs> Browns at the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. I hope they do something. Okay, clean sweep. I'm going to roll with the Ravens one more week. But, Lamar, I'm going to need for y'all and the defense to show up. It's yes, a divisional yes. matchup. All right, another divisional matchup. We have the Bucks at the Panthers. The Bucks. Um, same with me, the Bucks. All right, clean sweep. We all going with the Bucks. Then we have, uh oh, Falcons at the Bengals. I know Janelle's oh, got that's the a, I mean the uh, Falcons. Both of y'all, both of y'all tied now, three three. I'm gonna go with the Bengals though. Yeah, because they're at home. I do like, but that defense of the Falcons ain't no joke. But I'm gonna roll with yes. the Bengals at home. Okay, so Amy and I with the Bengals, Janelle with the Falcons. Okay, Lions at the Cowboys. Um, cowgirls. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Every time I go with the Lions, they let me down. I think this is gonna be a shootout, but I trust the Lions' defense. I'm, I'm sorry, the uh, Cowboys' defense more than the Lions' offense. So uh, we have a clean sweep. We all rolling with the cowgirls. This is gonna be a good game, I believe. Giants at the Jaguars. Giants. Saquon Barkley is looking good. Yes, he, he is. He is looking fantastic. He is Ooh, full form. You say Giants at the Jags. Did you say that? What is the Giants score? So we're going to go with the Giants. Giants are 5-1. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'm going with them. Okay. I think that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Giants. Jaguars, I think they... I think they play good at home, though, but I'm going to roll with the Giants on this one. All right, then we have a divisional matchup, Colts at the Titans. Well, that's going to be a good one because they're both three and two right now. Ooh, Lord have mercy. That's a hard one. How do the Titans play at home? I don't even know. Well, the Titans are coming off of a bye, so I don't know if that might help. And it is a divisional matchup, though, cause they, but they know each other. Mm. I, I'm going to go with the Colts. I am, too. Um, can y'all the Colts? I think I'm going to roll with the Titans at home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, then we have – I'm sorry, Aunt Lou. I think I'm going to go with – T. put me with the Titans, too, because they're at home. I didn't realize that. Okay. They're at home. All right. So, so – Angel and I with the Titans. All right, then we have the Packers at Washington. Packers. If the Packers can't pull this off, I'm going to be hot. Packers. Janelle, you and I both. Okay, if they can't get this one, somebody need to retire. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Packers. This is going to be a good game. Jets at the Broncos. I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this, but I'm going with Terry's Jets. Terry's team is the Jets. No, it her team been. is the Falcons, but she pick them up. Yeah, they win. Yes, yeah, she does. Okay, I'm going with the Jets too. 
And I know the Broncos are my team. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clean sweep. I'm rolling with the Jets too. Even <laughs> even playing in Denver because we know how Mile Mile High Stadium and that you know elevated uh, air and all that kind of stuff. But I'm rolling with the Jets. Okay, then we have the Texans at the Raiders. Raiders coming off of a bye and Texans as well. Uh, I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, I am too. Since they at home. All right, clean sweep. We all rolling with the Raiders. Then we have the Seahawks at the Chargers. That's gonna now, be this a good, is gonna be a good game. Good yeah. Game. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, the Chargers. Do it at home. Mm. Oh. That Gino scoring forty some points, so you just don't know. I, I want to say Chargers, but I'm going with the Seahawks. All right, no problem. I think I'm gonna roll with that home team, the uh, the Chargers as well. Even though their kicker is out, but uh, I'm gonna roll with the Chargers. I like that defense. All right, then we have the Chiefs at the so 49ers. So you got me for the Chargers too, right, TJ? Yeah, we're with the Chargers, Janelle with the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Okay. And the Chiefs and the 49ers, right? Did you say that? Yes. I'm going with the Chiefs. Mahomes need to come on back home. The only reason I'm going with the Chiefs is because uh, the 49ers defense is depleted. If it wasn't for that, I would be rolling with the 49ers, but I'm going with the Chiefs. That is all right. I mean, we, you know what, we, we don't, we, we're going to do what we're going to do. And I don't think we're going to do it on Sunday. I'm rolling with the Chiefs, too. All right, then we got the Steelers <laughs> at the Dolphins. Steelers at the Dolphins. The Dolphins better do something. I'm going with the Dolphins. Um, isn't Tua supposed to be back this week? Yes, he is. But who is yeah, he with? Yeah, let me go with the Dolphins. That's their quarterback. Okay. You know, I don't know nothing. But I'm going with them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Dolphins. Because they're at home. All right. Um, I think I'm going to roll with the Steelers on the road. Oh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Steelers. <coughs> they showed me a little bit on, on, on Sunday there, and um, I might be changing it on Saturday, though. All right, then we have Monday night, um, Bears at the Patriots. Patriots. That's a wrap for our picks. Like I said, we have until Saturday to change. Janelle, you're up with your shout-outs. That's the show. DJ, who do you have, the Patriots? Yeah, clean sweep. We all going with the Patriots. Okay, so real quick, I just want to give a shout-out to my Braves, although they didn't make it. Um, they had a fantastic um, They had a fantastic season this, this season, so congratulations to them. Um, I want to say go Hawks. I hope they have a fantastic season. Um, I want to uh, obviously congratulate my Falcons because they pulled off a win. I so appreciate that. Um, (laughs) That was actually for the Braves. I'm I'm a little late. That that was for the Braves. Sorry. (laughs) 
Uh, you know what? You're so rude, Tina. You just can't take it because the Falcons beat the 49ers. You just can't take it. <laughs> Shut up, Lucinda. Um, no, no. Uh, seriously, though. Um, Miss Terry, I know you're going to go back and listen to this, so just know that you were missed, and we love you very much. Miss Lucinda, I love you too. TJ, please don't be too hurt. Because your team is going to get it together. Your people are going to come back, and y'all are going to be just fine by the end of this season. Mm-hmm. But I love you, lady. I'm so glad you had a good time this weekend. All right. Definitely. Hey, Lou, you're up. Yes, happy birthday to Renee because today is the 19th. Her birthday is the 25th, October 25th. Happy birthday, Renee. I'm 62. She'll be 60. Tina's auntie. Uh, and, yeah, that birthday is the 25th, so we come back on the 26th. Miss Terry, I miss you. Wherever you are, come on back now, queen, because you're not going to beat me with these picks, all right? And um, I'm coming back. I'm coming at you. Um, and then, uh, uh, Janelle, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you've just been here and just faithful and fattening up the show. Uh, TJ, TJ, you're doing your thing. I know it's, it took a hard beating down this week, but you're going to be all right. I'm used to it. I guess you're going to have to get used to it eventually. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. And that's all I got to say. I love you, ladies. Right back, right back. Uh, Janelle, safe travels to you. And um, ladies, until uh, next time, God willing, we'll see you next week. Yes, ma'am. All right, I love you. Love you back. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Uh, Turi Jones, thank you so much. Kevin, I see you in the house. Thank you all so much. And Tasha, my girl, Tasha. All right, so um, let's see. Real quick here, October 19th, um, Wednesday, Wikipedia, 1998, former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. He got his boxing license back after he had lost it for biting Evander Holyfield's ear during a fight. All right? Um, Birthdays today, Jose Batista turns 42, John Lithgow, 77, Floyd Mayweather Sr. turns 70. All right? So, of course, um, as I always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, one hour, we thank you. We love you for the support. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to the Chambers Brothers, Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to, of course, Ain't Lou for bringing the strength once again. If you missed it, make sure that you catch the podcast or the recording. Um, shout out to Janelle rounding out the triple threat tonight. And shout out to our girl, Terry. Yes, you are definitely missed, but we know that you are always here in spirit. I love you ladies, all right? Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson, the two most important men in my life. I love you. And, of course, no other woman I know that I love more. (laughs) I forgot I was going to say something else. But, anyway, last but by no means least, that's what I was trying to say. To my mom, Miss Denise Green, for all of your love, for all of your support, um, for all that you do for LL Sports too, um, I love you. Thank you. I appreciate you. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That leaves us time for only one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment. Tonight is not a motivational moment. It is more of just a thank you and just um, a shout-out. 
um, I said it earlier, to the Spartan Niner uh, Empire, Niner family, the whole Atlanta Takeover Committee, Maisha, Nicole, Brian, Idris. I know I'm forgetting a lot of people, so I really didn't want to mention any names, but ladies, um, uh, ladies, gentlemen, David, Pedro, um, uh, Daniel, everybody who had anything to do with this takeover this weekend, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, all of the 49ers that came and represented, I saw a lot of old faces, met a lot of new faces. Um, but to each and every one of you who showed up and showed my mom, Denise Green, so much love, so much appreciation. Y'all don't know how much that filled my heart. I hope she had half as much fun as what I, um, as much fun as I had just seeing her in this element, um, my mom is not really a sports fan, or she wasn't before this show. And I'm just so proud of all, of how far she's come as far as her knowledge of the game, her interest in of the game, and actually her love for the game, too, um, that she's developed for both my 49ers and my brother's Patriots. Um, but, again, to all of you who showed her just the abundance of love to see the people come up to her there were either there were even people that ran up to my mom who didn't even acknowledge me and it was beautiful to see um my mom is so good about uh, holding down this timeline about knowing the people knowing the faces acknowledging them and so just to see the outpouring of love that y'all showed to her it is in and i am indebted and it is in in my heart, my soul, and my mind forever. You don't know how much that means to me. So, again, I say thank you. We took the L in the game, but we are still winning as a fan base. Niner Empire all day long. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves, but most of all, Y'all be blessed. And go Niners! Bang, bang, not again. <laughs>